0: Hello Playdate, this is Don,
1: and this is Nick,
0: and I'm Ryan. This week we are covering
1: Playdate news, Indie Games of the Week, and using
2: the precise amount of boops to make every host and listener
0: very happy. Very happy about that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for that, Ryan. Let's get started. We have a lot of news today. Boopity, boop, 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 news and notes. I feel like that was an appropriate amount. We're off to a good start. So the uh the Playdate Community Awards were last week. Yes, indeed. Playdate Community Awards 2022. Ooh, uh, ooh. Hosted by GovBubs and Gantt? Is this, is it just Gantt? Can we can we
2: say his real name? He's told I, me his real name, but I'm not sure if that's like public knowledge. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like man, we now. can so, only say Superman. We can't say Clark Kent. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, tiny, well, now
1: you've just exposed Clark Kent, too. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Regardless, both Superman and Govbubs did quite yes. a lot of work to put this together.
0: <laughs> so uh, tiny to Yellow Machine me. on Twitch mm-hmm. is the, the host and where the uh, awards were were hosted. Yes. And they thank they luckily created an exhaustive uh, spreadsheet of notes, moment by moment, second by second, even of what happened. I was taking notes the whole time, but this is much more convenient with links hmm. and everything. So. Um, I know you guys caught bits of it and they were pushing right up against the uh, the other game awards. And so I was itching to double screen it. I don't know if you guys were in the same boat, but I had to. Are
2: there any other game awards
0: besides? Yes, play yes Ryan, game there awards? are. Yes, there I mean, are. That matter, though? That matter, not so much. <laughs> we were fortunate Christopher Judge gave like a 20 minute long speech at the beginning. <laughs> of the other Game Awards, so it gave us some uh, some leeway. But I will say, and I'm not just saying this because this is a Playdate podcast, a lot more exciting stuff happened on the uh, Playdate Community Awards hey. than on the Game Awards. A lot more exciting reveals and whatnot. So, uh, do we want to talk about winners? Do we want to talk about... Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the background process because if the three of us were uh, judges. It was a very time-crunchy uh, judge period, I guess. I was out of the country during the judge period, the entire judge period, and was not always around the internet. Nick was in the throes of selling uh, and putting together his game and launching his game. And Ryan like was in the middle coach. of a Kickstarter yeah. campaign <laughs> fulfillment process. <laughs> so it was like we were all running at 11. We were all Um,
2: the weakest link in this process. Very much so.
0: (laughs) So we did the the best we could, but it was interesting. So the idea was um, in all the categories, the judges, and I think there were eight judges, um, we would all kind of give our nominees and then we would, uh, Gant kept coming back in and like giving us emojis in the discord to vote on. Um, And I think there was also a Google spreadsheet that we could vote on and, and different things were weighted on that. And there was, there's a whole process. So some things were nominated in categories that didn't even show up. It was just the top four nominees were filtered down into the uh, nominees. So um, we ended up choosing the winner and the other top three highest vote getters besides the top vote getter were the uh, runners up. But that doesn't mean that um, other things are not represented in those categories. So I'm
2: curious if you guys felt this same way over the course of the process. I was a little checked out. We we talked about how we all had our own excuses for that, and you know I would periodically receive these, uh, ats on Discord, like, mm-hmm. "Hey Ryan, it's time for you to check in here and do something." <laughs> come vote, and I would I, and I, w- I would feel guilty about that, and then I would come in and say something. I remember during that process, there were a number of choices to be made. And I remember some of the choices like, "Ah, oh, darn, I really wish game B could have been in here rather than game A and like sort of kicking sand. And oh, well, I, I wish something else could have happened. But then when I read down the entire list of winners, I was like, oh, yeah, like I agree with those. <laughs> Did you guys have a similar feeling going through this process that where you were like, oh, I don't know, as it was happening, and then the winners, you're like, oh, i, I come around to that. Or just me?
0: Just uh, me. I feel, okay. I feel like the final... No, no, no. I feel like the final four in each category made the most sense. Um, none of them were bad games or games that didn't fit there. Some of my favorites maybe didn't fit in the categories, but I know that they weren't the crowd-pleasing favorites and the there wasn't any category where my choices were blown out. I had some of my choices represented in each category. And so the initial, I guess the initial document where we just threw in all of our nominees, you know, you could list, I guess, as many as you wanted. Um, it wasn't like, Oh, nominate your top four. I don't think. And uh, with eight of us, there could have been, what? what is that? 40 or 30 different nominees in each category. So that, you know, I guess
2: the reason I bring this up is to say that there were a lot of games to choose from and a lot of really worthy games in each category, like way more so than were mentioned even in nominees. So if you weren't nominated dev ABCZ, you know, it wasn't because somebody
0: didn't say your name. Uh, (laughs) There were probably (laughs) somebody (laughs) that did say your name. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. Your name probably came up a lot. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite soundtracks didn't come up at all. That was for uh, Penrose.
2: One of my all time games of season one did not come up in the noms. And I, that's when I was sort of kicking sand about, but anyway. Um, yeah. So again, all this to say, like there were a ridiculous amount of amazing games out there and mm-hmm. Please don't be bummed if your name didn't come up in the noms or the winners. Uh, Thank you so much for making games for this awesome little platform.
0: (laughs) We're lucky that we get to nominate any game of the week every week. So we have, we've got 20 games of the year uh, individually. So we've got 60 games of the year so far or close. Yeah. Right, Nick.
1: That's right, everybody.
0: So, (laughs) Nick has Nick. Your heater is not that loud. Nick's heater is on in the background. So, he's trying to stay muted because he's such a kind guy. Don't worry about it, Nick. You can, no one can hear your heater.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, I have a a feeling
0: Nick is also weary from making three
1: pinball machines in one week. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, uh, everybody, welcome special guest star, my heater. Um, but also, yeah, I just want to echo, uh, what Ryan and Don were saying in that we're really lucky to be able to, uh, have contributed to this award show. I was so impressed with the production values of the award show and, um, all the nominees and, uh, all the game experiences and, and things that, uh, have shown up on, the play date over the past year it was uh just really cool to be able to um discuss that in long format and uh unfortunately the timing was was very uh tough for all of us but um it uh was really great to see it come to fruition and uh just again i'm gonna say the production was so incredible like uh on on a um there, there's a few different uh, hobby type um, uh, award ceremonies that that I've seen and this is like tears and tears mm-hmm. above everything um, so incredible Absolutely. and so much work so um, I want everyone to know how very much it is appreciated both as an observer and as a participant uh, slash judge so um, great work to Everybody on the production side and uh of course, all the nominees and those that weren't nominated. Every game. Fantastic. Um, So thanks, everybody.
0: It was it was a really incredible production. It really was. I mean, it, it had really skits, was. It yeah. had trailers. It had interviews or not interviews, It had celebrity appearances. The yeah. Island Boys had made an appearance
1: live uh, and pre-recorded. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I totally. can't imagine you know, getting everything to function properly in that. I've done a, some small live stream stuff, and there are so many things which can go wrong. But doing it all live is like another level of scary. Mm-hmm. On different for,
0: continents. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. So with the live chat going and everything, amazing.
1: Yeah, was, yeah. yeah, and I was only able to to see about twenty minutes of the actual awards, but uh, you know, I, I do live. have it queued up. Yeah, I do have it queued up to, to watch the full thing at some point. Um,
0: yeah, they put the, the whole thing up on YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so, I mean, just everything about it, so great. Great work.
0: So, link in the show notes. But uh, a couple of uh, – a lot of trailers were shown. Mobware, which was sort of like a WarioWare um, – Spin, I don't know. Warrior wear homage type of deal. Uh, P racing the very cool kart racer with amazing effects and whatnot. Uh, Llama. Um, gosh, I, they don't. They didn't write down who uh, who was doing what. So I I am dropping the ball a little bit here. Um, the new release from Fat Nose Games, which actually comes out today, Crank Gym. It's out now. Um, we have not played it yet, but we'll talk about that a little bit more soon. Uh, gravity express looks awesome really cool trailer that one is is out soon or next year um skew which is like a side project to another game like a full console release this is like a side spin-off game wow looks really fun yeah it's like a first person uh flying game i don't know it looks like something uh from metal gear like a metal gear gadget game or something um, really cool. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on in the, in the show. I really encourage people to see it, but what do you think? Let, um, let me see here. We, we got winners. We got, do you want to talk about any of the categories game of the year, Adventure game of the year? Were there anything game of the year nominees, balance brew, brew, bloom, ratcheteer, Saturday edition. Bloom was one that I didn't really see anybody talking about. And all of a sudden it was like in every category at the end there. Um, so I think everybody just, assumed it was everybody just loved it and kept clicking the bloom button instead of like having a discussion about it you know there wasn't anything to say just everybody liked it and so it was just getting votes there was no um arguing so it's kind of cool to see that one pop up i know nick's a big
1: fan i am so very uh very satisfied uh to to see representation in some of my favorite genres and in this type of award format because that's uh pretty unusual
0: Mm -hmm. and while i love that they split up pulp games and sdk games Mm -hmm. um i like that the season games are just mixed in there like game of the year has two season games and two Mm -hmm. uh indie games which is really neat there's no uh, no division which i i really appreciated that and i don't even think that was a conversation not on our end as judges uh... it was just uh it was just assumed that it would all be in mass. Yeah.
1: yeah, it just showed
2: up that way. So, who did win up? Uh, who did end up winning game of the year? I missed that.
0: Uh, Ratchets here won game uh, of the year. Okay. So, that I, think I felt that? like that I felt like that was a very well-rounded pick for game of the year. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty close to a AAA experience on the play date. So, um, balance brew was kind of the underdog I was pulling for but I was totally happy that Ratcheteer got it That's my personal opinion.
2: Yeah. That that was one of them where I was kicking a little sand in the nominations because I thought um, Hyper Meteor should have at least been in the noms and I don't even think it was. Uh, I super love that game. And uh, spoiler alert, I think it's even surpassed... Um, Whitewater Wipeout for me. And, you know, that was such a beloved game for me. It still is. And uh, Hyper Meteor is just such an incredible experience, though. I was really surprised it did not get more love. Um, I don't know. I guess. Uh Pickpack pup Nick was not part of the award or nomination committee I think HyperMedia <laughs> I won vote for that too
0: I think it won uh best arcade game didn't it? it won one category yeah
2: yeah yeah it did have a category experience and when I saw that I thought oh, okay I-, I feel somewhat vindicated but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it won I, against why White White do even I
2: that's cool I am okay with that and that's all that matters okay
1: <laughs>
2: it got in there. Yep, yep. Uh, it would have been All my top right. pick. Nick, okay. what would your top pick for Game of the Year
0: have been? Whoa, 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 uh, uh, Ryan. Oh, um, right. Oh, these, from these choices? From any... No, anything. any game Anything we're going to talk games? about on our next podcast, Ryan. Is that right? On our top no. 10 of 2022. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I guess we'll wait. All right, we let me lay him out coming here. Coming back. 10-31. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, from the four choices in yes. the game awards yes balance brew bloom ratcheteer and saturday edition these are like hand picked Nick games i know <laughs> what would it what would get your vote for game of the year
1: game of the year i i, I think i'd have to agree with what you said in ratcheteer um being such a well-rounded experience um it hits on multiple levels you got uh the zelda contingent um mixed with uh, people who like uh, weird actions from the crank. So, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you got a little bit of everything, um, humor, fun, adventure, excitement. Uh, it's all there. Uh, sound effects, music. These are all things that are available. <laughs> These
0: are all elements <laughs>
1: <laughs> enriched here. Um, so I feel like yeah, I would just
2: a little bit more, um, you know, Uh, progressive scoring, and then whapping boulders with the tail end of your ship. Um, But aside from that,
0: it was super, super good. (laughs) How
1: far have you played into Ratchet? Yeah, it might be in there, Ryan.
0: I don't know. (laughs) There's a lot to it.
1: There is. Um, Yeah. uh, Go ahead, Nick. Uh, Even if you love mazes, something for everybody. Um, So... uh, I, I feel fairly strongly that, that that was a good pick.
2: Yeah, that's a killer game. Agreed.
0: Are you guys familiar with the Four Horsemen that kept coming up? The Four Horsemen and Pulp? They kept mentioning it because like the same four games kept getting nominated for like Pulp games. Mm-hmm. It was like Leadbetters, Art7, Ron Lent with Island, uh, Zhang Zhongbu for Castle Helios, and Fat Nose for Along Came A Long Game with Spider. There were like three or four categories where those four games got nominated. So they kept calling them the Four Horsemen. That's funny. Yeah. But with good reason. They're, they're great games. Hmm. So many great games, though. Yeah. I was listening to IGN today. They were talking about the regular kind of, I guess, 2020 games. And they were like, ah, it's a four out of 10 year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, this is the first mm. year of play date. And this is like a 10 out of 10 year already. Totally. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Next year's going to top it.
2: Yeah. One of the things that it made me realize, you know, hearing all these nominations and winners coming down the pipeline and even feeling like, oh, there's so many that I wish could have been in there made me feel so lucky that. I have one of these things mm. and I'm a part of this experience already. I mean, cause there's still a lot more play dates ready to come out. I've got a buddy who mm-hmm. I convinced to get one and you know, he's waiting on it. I'm sure it'll come in 23, but regardless, I felt really lucky to be able to be part of this experience. It's so enjoyable to share these games with you and the community and uh, the fact that Folks were passionate enough to put this award ceremony together, just speaks volumes to this community. So, uh, everybody, great job.
0: Very nice. Uh, I wanted to thank Fecto Factor 13. He put together a collection on itch of all the uh, nominees. That's cool. So, it'll be a link in the show notes. Not only that, but he listed uh, why they're there. So, like Daily Driver, winner of outstanding technical achievement. That's why it's on the list. Uh, or even nominees. There. Right. Nominees, best app app or knickknack, France Horn. That's why it's on the list. So thank you, uh, Nick F, for doing that.
1: That's um, a lot of work. It is a lot of <laughs> work.
0: You. Yeah. So there's a handpicked little list there. If they were nominated or won multiple prizes, they're all listed underneath.
1: Oh my uh, gosh.
0: That list. Yes. So very handy list. And uh, thank you, Nick. Cherry picked for. A really strong collection if you just got your play date yeah. or you're looking for what to play next. Um, good place to start.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Speaking of places to start, um, there was also like a little trailer from the strangest.io. They had like a whole lot of stuff going on, but they they announced this mega drop. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's $999.99 on itch. Um, you don't have to buy that. It's split up into a bunch of different pieces. So there's different games on here that they announced. They announced updates for Shadow Gadget and Shining Gadget. A physical copy of those games. Like they made 50 of them. You can get a physical uh, SD card and like a CD-ROM with Ghostnet on it. Um, and then a demo for Waste Braver. So you can play the combat test, which I played today. I wanted to be fresh on it. And uh, the combat's pretty fun use the crank to kind of like hone in on your attack and then use the face button or the directional buttons to make the actual attacks. And then when they go to attack you, you have to like move your shields, crank it over to where their uh, sword is falling. So you're like moving it along a line and like trying to block the sword attacks. The graphics are really fun. The character designs are of course really good. So you got nothing to lose by checking out the demo um, available now. So basically they just made this, Ridiculously priced Mega Drop bundle, um, where you could see all of their announcements in one spot. And there's also a bundle there, this uh, $29.99 Mega Drop. Oh, the bundle ended, bundle ended, so we won't talk about that bundle. But we can talk about the other bundle. There's another bundle, the Community Awards bundle. Um, not the Community Awards bundle. Where's the other the bundle? The
1: Holiday Bundle. The Holiday, holiday Bundle.
0: bundle. Oh, I didn't stick a- Oh, no, it's right at the top. Sorry. It got, it got shuffled in here. Thank you, Nick. The Playdate Community Holiday Bundle, also $29.95. This one runs, I think, until January the 1st. Yes, it's going right now. Um, So a lot of the games we just mentioned, um, Art 7, Legend of E-Todd, Generations, Along Came a Spider, etc. Mad Mad City. Tons of great games, $30.00. Can save over 50% off. you got 12 more days. So hop on With that. There'll be a link in the show notes. Really cool art that they made for the uh, promotion and whatnot. So, wanted to mention that before we forget. Okay. Ryan looks pensive. Um, I also wanted to mention while we were recording our last episode, Bubbo Collect, one of Nick's games of the week, launched a major update. And a sale. It's currently fifty percent off. But uh, let's see. It's got new levels. Um, where's the uh, Where's the information about the m- a massive overhaul here? Let's see. Thirty new levels, new cutscenes, new boss battle, a tip section, new songs, a new ending, new post game content, as well as lots of uh, quality of life changes.
1: Oh my gosh! It's
0: like yeah, a new game. It's on sale for a buck. One dollar. What? A deal at twice the price. Good golly. <laughs> Definitely. Very, very good game. Yes. Uh, Nick turned me on to this one when he uh, made it his game of the week several months ago. But very, very good game.
1: I'll take credit for that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, give credit to Gabe Swar for making a great game. And I'll right. give a little hint to our listeners. There are secrets in the game. So uh-huh. look, look around the, the corners and whatnot. Huh. Some only cool the corners? There. Uh, no, not only the corners, but um, <laughs> Ooh, the levels aren't that big. You can take a little peek around. <laughs> yeah.
2: Very cool. I got to jump on that. While I'm jumping on that, I thought I'd also mention the fact that Zanya Lasagna adopts a turtle or two via game sales. So you know Zanya you know Lasagna from Reach the Ocean, the uh, fun turtle puzzler game. And uh, she has a fondness for turtles, obviously. And through game sales, has been able to adopt a couple of turtles. And she's working on another animal or two. An owl, an octopus, the jury's out. Anyway, I should probably read closer. (laughs) But we're going to include a link to her Twitter update about adopting that turtle. So congrats to Zanya. Also, thanks for making your game sales do Good things in the world. That's so cool of you.
1: It is. Yeah. And uh, also sales of uh, Gonna Get Home or Gotta Get Home, the uh, new holiday themed game that just came out.
2: Fantastic. And speaking of Gotta Get Home, in the inventory, Don, take it away.
0: Yeah. Gotta Get Home launched 11 days ago. It is free to play. Name your own price or the suggested price of $1.50. The idea is uh, Santa needs you to help him out. Your little play date friend. So you, you go around and you deliver presents on the beach, in the parking lots, in the caverns, in the grottos. Uh, I did I did do an evil Santa speed run, by the way. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if you guys have played it. I went straight to the exit and um, made Santa cry. But I also uh, went around and was distributing presents. So I got an average an average uh, ending as well. I've not gotten the perfect ending yet. It is, uh, it's challenging. You want to make sure everybody gets their gift. So I'm working on it, but uh, I'm still in
2: awe that this was just like a, Hey, I'm between games. So I'm going to make a game. This felt very oof, Nick Baldridge right? to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can't, can't just make games. You've got to make games in your off time too. This was really quite a treat. And for, <sighs> uh name your own price i believe is that correct yeah, yeah it is that's nuts lasagna you're too good to us
0: all these holiday games i love it did you see um it's not on the list but super tax evader or whatever added like, <laughs> added, like a holiday <laughs> update uh, no. santa's like shredding presents under the tree <laughs> <laughs> it's a free update that's fantastic it's just pretty cool um paging dr floppy is one of the two strangest doctor io games that was announced you basically what is this game it's one of the uh game and watch games right is this one of the fire ones oh, where people are jumping out right. of buildings and you're trying this to catch is, them well it could be that it could also be chef um okay. but yeah all the yeah that makes sense i see it now uh-huh but there's like body <laughs> yeah. parts falling and you're trying to catch uh, them and what a you get a malpractice um, warning or something, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It is uh 249. Um, another one from io is Snoik. It is way cheaper a, than
2: buying Chef. I will throw in before we move on to Snoik. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, oh, the uh, the Paging Game Doctor Watch. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Snoik is a snake homage, so it's like a super crazy version of Snake. I thought this is the one you were you will hear more about possibly from Ryan. What are you talking about? That's
2: totally gonna be a surprise. Anyway, oh,
0: this is this one's not a surprise though, Snoik. I have not played this yet. 799. It looks like a super crazy version it looks of
1: Looks insane. It oh my reminds God. me of like Ikoruga from the GIFs that I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. It's Ikoruga it also- the 3D GLtron snake. <laughs>
2: It Isn't also there? reminds me a little bit of that impossible to control snake that came out real early in the playdate life cycle where, you know, it could, it could be, uh, wasn't it potentially played by two players, but like one
1: was oh, yeah, on yeah. Yeah. That goes, was one of, that was one of my games of the week. Yes. Yes. That obviously you loved. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forget the name. <laughs> Did you guys ever play snake.io? What? Oh, oh Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, a few years ago, five, six years ago. Yeah, this kind of looks like that, too. Mm-hmm. A
1: one-player version, maybe? That I wasn't don't. what it was called, though, was it? Yeah, Snake.io. Snake.io? Okay, yeah. Snake, yeah, yeah, my kids called it Snakeio. That's right. Snakeio. That's yeah. a better name,
0: to be mm-hmm. honest. There you go. Uh, anyway, what the snake? Like? Check it out. <laughs> uh, next up is Hot Steam. Um, call Ooh. me Steam. Anything with the word name, Steam, in it draws my attention one dollar i played most of this i'm not sure how many acts it is this is is a name your
2: own price actually
0: okay sorry name your own price yeah when i put one dollar i always put the like suggested amount when you click the download now um Ah. thing it's like oh sometimes it's four dollars sometimes it's one dollar anyway this is name your own price but suggested one dollar um this one just looked weird so i decided to play it and uh me too i can't wait to hear what you have to say (laughs) it's kind of just like conversations between a couple in different acts like one guy he's at work and he's just like texting i guess his girlfriend and having conversations trying to like do his business his work routine really bored at work while he's texting really
2: did you not start out in the shower
0: i think i started in the shower
2: yeah Okay, and then and then it moved on to a bed, like an overhead yes.
0: view of the bed. I didn't know All it was right. a bed at first. I thought it was Same. a jar or something. Took me a minute. It was, it
2: was very uh, geometric, but it was like a, a straight overhead view. But then your bodies are like anyway. Doesn't matter.
0: Better overhead view. And then yes. go on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, then the office, I think, and then I guess I'm on Act Four now. Well, okay,
2: I made it I, to Act Three, and then I I had a a kitten to pet, so. Um, <laughs> Okay. Anyway, it was such a hoot. Uh, usually I have like the I am expecting game expectations when I download a thing. And even though this was not like, you know, using all the buttons, it was more narrative, like strictly mm. narrative. I don't know. I just found myself really oddly captivated by this weird little experience. What did you think?
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of charming. Yeah. It's, it's more like a... F- florence i'm not sure if you played that one on mobile no not as yeah nick nick has florence really uh emotionally affected me this Mm. is not that type of thing but it is like the early stages of florence Hmm. okay the honeymoon period of florence unless this goes more towards the other parts of florence (laughs) i wonder how many acts there are in this i'm assuming not very many but i don't know
2: I would assume the same. I thought it would end after three. I thought I was getting here the end, but evidently not if you're on
0: act four. Yeah.
1: Maybe there's 365.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Um, they said it's a short playdate game. It's right there in the description. Um, it right? does contain explicit language. It does not contain nudity, sex or other adult content. So it's just like a cute little game. Anyway, it's super weird, very different, mm. very interesting and fun. Kind of cool. Uh, and then Hurdy-Gurdy from MoTeC Games, $3 um, is the, I guess, normal price. Did,
1: did yes. I tell you all that I was looking into hurdy Gurdies recently? <laughs> oh, no,
0: well, of course you are, Nick. <laughs>
1: uh, I've always uh, thought those were cool, and I love any kind of rotational instrument. Um, I think it's you can uh, apply rotation in really interesting ways to make music. And mm-hmm. uh, hurdy-gurdy's are really neat. Um, what the heck is a hurdy-gurdy? It's it's like a crank uh, violin. What in the yes. world? With Mixed with piano, uh, because there are keys that you hold down, which are like preset chords, basically. I thought
2: this was just like the name of an old pinball machine or something. No, it no. didn't mean anything. It probably is.
1: No, well, hurdy-gurdy is the Adaball version of Central Park. But um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I told you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got that pinball uh, humor in here yeah, yeah. Um, oh
1: so, we're going
2: to have to add a link in the show notes to a hurdy-gurdy performance
1: the hurdy-gurdy app uh, is really awesome and I've been looking forward to it ever since uh, low posted that he was working on it a so.
2: medieval wheel instrument mm-hmm. what in the world oh it God. uses rosin
1: so it's the same um, material it's like sap that they uh, use to coat bows for boat instruments like violin or viola oh uh, but it, you just spin it with a crank Don, can, you please,
2: can you please include this link to a hurdy-gurdy performance in the show notes for today's yeah. episode yeah
0: just throw it up there <laughs> um, I think when Low Tech when he posted on Twitter or in the Discord or something about doing a hurdy-gurdy no, my only reference was that it's on a Metallica song they use a hurdy-gurdy oh, really? on, on Low Man's Lyric I think they use one that's and fun. then i think weezer uses one at some point too but that's what taught me i don't know welcome to the hurdy gurdy episode everyone mm-hmm. all right i'm surprised there's not a labo version nick
1: but i know can make that happen <laughs> well I, I guess we should yeah we can make that that work.
0: labo gurdy speaking of which low tech did a uh did like a live playdate theme oh well, it wasn't live it was pre-recorded but he did an orchestra during the with Play a- his apps? awards with yeah. all his different music apps. Yeah. <laughs> so get cool. musical performance during the award show. So um, check that out too. That's awesome. Um, Very creative. Okay. Oh, somebody stuck it in there. Thank you. Um, what is this? There's some other link in here. Don't. Oh, Oh, strategy thread. Sorry. Uh, I put a link in here to a game. I'm going to talk about <laughs> later and I messed up my uh, rhythm here. So this next one, Mash Gadget. I don't know what this is. It looks like one of the, those speed. Have you seen these toys where like you try and tap as fast as you can, and it keeps track of how many taps you hit at once? Yeah, it's basically one of those for um, for the playdate. I've
1: played this. Either I've played this already. Is this new?
0: This is like a fancier version. I think there's another one on the Playdate, and I think there might be a Wii version, something like this, like a Wii WiiWare something. There's
1: there's a million different apps, but I mean specifically on the Playdate, there's a very similarly interfaced.
0: At launch, there was something like this. Yeah, not this. Looks like their
2: version 1.0.1 update was back in April
0: of 2022. Oh, you're right. Well, why is this posting? Why is this launching on the uh, new releases thing then? They broke They've, the system. They <laughs> figured it out. Code. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody email this guy by pedal dog and figure out how he did it. <laughs> well, their one Oh three update was six
2: days ago. Does that right. bump them to the top?
1: I don't well, think I, so.
0: No, it yeah. normally it doesn't. That's what we keep talking about. It's like, how do you keep everything gets to buried. the top of the list? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, what are we doing talking about this then? Sorry. Well,
1: we've upset. yeah that, Ryan. Anyway. my pedal dog has uh has done it so <laughs> uh, very cool
0: zombie sokoban by an, a neo f- by another developer it is four dollars <laughs> um i'm sure you've seen sokoban games very cool puzzle game 60 levels with a zombie pushing the box around <laughs> we have talked about dexterity i think is one of the games we've mentioned from the game boy oh well, maybe we didn't mention it on this podcast maybe it was the other podcast. Anyway, uh, it looks really good. I've not played it yet, but uh, it's four dollars. Cool. It was formerly an Xbox game. Huh. Uh, play Painter, Ryan. There's an art game on the Playdate now. <laughs> I knew you were going to turn to me on this. <laughs> Nick, there's a Nick. You can do art now. You can take <laughs> Ryan's job and make Ooh. art on the Playdate. Finally, three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you too can be uh-huh. an art professor for three dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah this this. Uh... You know, of course, the thing that I jumped to is uh, Art Alive on the Sega Genesis. Uh, no, uh, Mario Paints. Yes, <laughs> but um, very cool. Uh, yes. the Playdate has needed an app like this, I think. So, yeah, looks um, pretty
0: neat. Mm-hmm. Simple little painting tool looks pretty cool. Uh, and then I'm uh, hoping
1: they can update it with the rocket ship to clear the screen, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe they can. They can license the rocket from Rocket Bites. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. And then the crank gym we mentioned from fat nose games, we will be playing soon. It just came out like right before we started recording today. So we've not tried looking forward to this. Yes. We're going to be totally ripped Um, (laughs) cranking at the crank gym gigantic right arms but in the
2: meantime we should probably get to our boopity boop 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 indie
0: games of boop the week do you want to start don sure i will start um my indie game of the week is yet another scenic route software game i have done almost all of their games it's my indie game of the week but uh, this one is called Four Corners, not Four Square, ooh. as I embarrassingly um, called it in front of the dev. I heard an ooh, Nick. Did
1: you try this one? Uh, four Corners is one of the most beautiful pinball machines ever. So, <laughs> oh, I have heard nothing of the Playdate game.
0: I live near Four Corners. It's where four the only place four U.S. states touch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I have it's also my
2: hands and feet in all four corners. At one point in my life
0: oh it's actually that's actually not where they meet it's several hundred yards away from that
2: (laughs) yeah but there's not a commemorative plaque I know you touched the plaque
0: though the plaque is way cooler yeah um anyway this is uh a really cool game basically there's it's like this crazy looking checkerboard with three different colors and you want to match you have this little um four cornered square that you can spread open and you want all four corners to touch the same color and when they do, then that whole block disappears hmm. and you get points for however many blocks you touched. It is kind of difficult to understand what's going on looking at the gifs, but uh, when you play it, it's real simple to understand. You can understand it in less than 10 seconds and uh, it's very fun. He actually added an update this week, I think today or yesterday, that adds difficulty settings. So there's the easy, hard, and normal settings. And the default, if you've already played it, is actually the hard mode. So all your high scores will be moved to the hard leaderboard. There's leaderboards for each uh, difficulty now. Um, If you get stuck, initially you only start with 30 seconds to make as many squares as you can, or rectangles, Um, in 30 seconds. If you get stuck, you have bombs, you just hit B, and it blows all of one color off the board, making it that much easier with only two colors to match up your squares. He also made a really cool Twitter thread with tips and tricks that I will uh, share in the um, show notes. That really helped me understand um, how to get better. And there's there's also little bonus tiles, kind of like power-ups, that once you hit certain levels, they start to show up and increase your score even more. So just another super polished, super fun, addictive puzzle game from Scenic Route Software got to check it out 499 on itch right now
2: i i would have been really confused just trying to figure out the gifts and your explanation helped me quite a bit i'm sure the words here do too but Mm -hmm. uh thank you for explaining that don this looks really cool and very different I, i love these puzzle type games and uh yeah i might have to go download
0: this this looks great it's it's pretty fun i don't when the puzzle games are a little too hard, they're not for me, but when they're just like super bite size, boom, boom, boom speed run, uh, I love them. And, and he's very good at making those. So Ryan, yes, your game of the week. I need to hear about it because yet another apples being consumed type. game.
2: <laughs> All right. So I'm talking about re snake this week, and this is a name, your own price game and uh honestly i kind of had this game written off i downloaded a few or side loaded a few of them thinking this is not the game i'm going to be talking about this week but in spite of myself i really gravitated toward this one and couldn't put it down so uh i just went with my gut this week and i'm talking about re-snake so my gut reaction was look we got a really killer reimagining of snake in snack the season one game on the play date and you know in that game there are carnivorous apples who are trying to get you and you can jump up on top of your own body and ride it and eat additional apples anyway a really killer killer game and so i thought bah whatever anyway i'll i'll try it out and um there are a couple of different things happening in this game that Uh, distinguish it from traditional snake games so one of those things is that uh, the sides of the screen are infinite or loop rather so if you go off the right hand side of the screen you come back out the left uh, rather than you know ramming into it and dying the other thing that is different is that it gives you three redos and they call it a rewind where you can crank back, but essentially it's like a, a redo. So um, initially I thought that was kind of a, a little bit hokey too, because I thought, oh, you're going to get unlimited redos, but that's not the case. You get a limited amount of redos, which is only three. Okay. That makes sense to me now. Uh, oh, and I, I guess there's three things that make it different. The third thing that makes it different is that scoring is uh progressive. So it's sort of like if Snake had a baby with Hyper Meteor, there's progressive scoring, uh, how it can mount on top of one another if you get the next apple in a certain amount of time, and also with those sides and tops of the screen looping, uh, but with Snake. So I thought that was a really cool, subtle change to this game. And the... I feel like I'm saying the wrong word, progressive, multiplicative. What do you call that scoring where you have to get it? Combo scoring. Combo scoring. Thank you. Uh, I don't know why my brain's not working, but thanks. Uh, Yeah. So combo scoring, the amount of time allotted between apples is so tight. Uh, And in the beginning, it's doable. But as you continue consuming apples, every third apple, your snake grows a little bit more. As you continue on throughout the game, it's quasi-impossible to rack up uh, multipliers from the combos that you're getting because your big snake body gets in the way and you can't get to it fast enough. So it's really interesting how in the beginning you can really start racking up a lot of points because you can get 2x, 3x, 9x, 10x multipliers and really start adding up some points pretty quickly. But as your snake body grows, you're like, slogging away for those last singular points and occasionally an apple will pop up nearby and you can you know get a 2x multiplier and it's like oh my god now i don't have to spend the next five seconds trying to hunt for another point um anyway i thought it was very interesting despite my uh negative knee-jerk reaction so if you're thinking Bah! Why would I download another snake game? I urge you to give this a try.
0: (laughs) Guys, what do you think? Are snakes omnivores? Excuse me? Are snakes omnivores? Was a snake eating an apple? Like in real life? Yeah, in real
2: life. I doubt it. Aren't they meativores?
0: They're they're carnivores.
1: Uh, Are all of them carnivores?
0: I don't know. That's all I could think about because because <laughs> there's so know. many there's so many snakes eating Apple games. You know I that's a biblical that's, connotation, but I
1: Well uh maybe this is another hidden playdate Easter egg thing, like the rats that show up in every game. Um,
0: like cows on Williams games or what? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so I
1: just
2: did the heavy lifting of asking Google and it says, all snakes you. are carnivores. Their oh, diet depends okay. on the species. Some eat warm blooded prey, rodents, rabbits, birds while others eat insects, amphibians frogs or toads, uh, eggs other reptiles, fish, earthworm slugs. So well, snakes are carnivores.
0: I appreciate the fictional turn and leaving the nice warm animals safe and eating replenishable products like apples i like that aspect of the game ryan normally i am not a score chaser i am i'll leave that to you but uh you talked me into it i, I bought the game while you were talking about it It sounds fun awesome. Awesome. screenshots screenshots look pretty uh you know normal but um yeah the gameplay it's, sounded pretty fun
2: artwork is nothing to write home about this is really kind of hearkening back to original snakeness you know it, it's not snack from season one that has you know some nice nevin mergen artwork pasted on it but it is a very functional and polished game otherwise and with some really fun twists i thought it's not a great uh, wholly
0: reimagined
2: snake there's a couple little differences that i thought made it really fun
0: that's good enough you don't need to reinvent the wheel
2: yeah Speaking of snake, did you guys happen to catch, not today's, but like last week's, going? <laughs> it's going to lead to all the boops. No. Um, did you guys happen to catch last week's official playdate podcast where they talked about snack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Don, you're not listening to podcasts
0: anymore. I, I listened to the Sasquatchers one today, but I, I missed this, the snack one. Oh,
2: bummer. Yeah, I I haven't got the cash the the Sasquatchers one yet, but uh, anyway, I, I bring it up because it was interesting to hear the dev talk about how he functions well within major constraints, like not mm-hmm. inventing a whole new thing, but like taking an existing thing. And most of his games are just taking that and like moving it a little Shifting left, it a little, yeah, 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 yeah. and. Snack was such a perfect example of that with the carnivorous apples and the jumping on top of your own body, and he kept likening Snack to a skateboarding game, which I don't know. It was a little a bit of a stretch in my my mind personally, but I can see what he's doing, talking about because you're riding on your own body and trying to uh, you know maneuver around in a particular way. I I bring that up also to compare to re snake because i think Snack uh, did a couple things with the audio that i thought worked super well that i thought re snake did not so one thing i thought snake did super well or snack did super well was the boop, boop 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 like the uh metronome quality of the audio and it really gave you like a rhythm with which to to move your snake um Snake does not have that. It doesn't have that type of audio, uh, which when I was playing Snack, I thought this is really rudimentary. And even the dev was talking about how it's a pretty rudimentary soundscape. He um, hesitates to even call it sound design, but it was very deliberately designed. Um, I felt like Snake could have had an element of that, but at the same time, the cadence by which Snake is moving is so much faster. It would be almost like a vibration, like in order to you know move your snake mm. at different intervals. Um, so I was trying to like envision a way that sound design could have helped a little bit in re snake, and I almost hesitate to have the same thoughts as snack because it would be like almost too quick to delineate in my mind. I don't know. I'm guessing neither of you have played this Snake game yet. Is that correct? Huh. correct. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on soundscape or lack thereof and potential revisions within Resnake. But with all that said, I had a heck of a time trying to put this down. I was really addicted. I kept seeing how I could boost my score up a little bit more each time. And just, I don't know, I had a really great time with it
0: i'll get back to you cool yeah i'll install it tonight i i feel like the answer is gonna be edm right An EDM soundtrack.
1: <laughs> that's always the answer yeah 186
0: beats per second it's gotta be uh are you familiar with that gauge ryan the dev i am not should i be look him up on get in your app store on your phone and yeah he most of his games are twists on classic games good sudoku oh you're, um, you're talking about the snack chess, dev not the re-snake the snack dev. dev the snack dev okay okay bad chess good sudoku um solitaire he's made a lot of very famous games that are twists on scrabble solitaire poker sudoku, he rattled whatever. off all of
2: those in the podcast episode that i mentioned and okay. you know because i have not been gaming since pre-2000 i did not know about any of them but uh check them out. You should probably look him up cuz I really yeah. loved Snack.
0: They're not as arcadey I guess, in a way, They're more mm. puzzly. Well, I mean, they're there. If you like the games that he's referencing, if you like Sudoku, etc., uh, you'll appreciate them.
2: Cool. I'll have to check those out.
0: Yeah. Well, um, Nick, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Nick has been has been busy.
1: I'm the useless third host. No. Who, uh, <laughs> I have uh, not even turned my play date on uh, since the last episode. But so, uh, I have been playing a lot of the hit indie pinball game, Drained.
0: <laughs> we need a cash register now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. Um,
1: Way to work that in past the Donometer. meter That's, that's the only game that I've played in the past two weeks as I've been building and testing uh, games, so... Nick, where oh, where
2: um, where could somebody find such a game? As Why, Ryan,
1: I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find all about it at drainedpinball.com. do going to boop all this out. <laughs> I can put
0: it in the like the permanent link section at the bottom. <laughs> there we go. I'll just delete Ryan's link and then. <laughs> I, always,
1: I always watch that to see if I've made
0: it. <laughs> I, I just copy paste it over and over.
1: Well, nice
2: I, I just like seeing Don sweat perfect. during our episode for one reason or another it's got to be
0: boops or uh
2: self-promotional goodness or something we, we've got to figure out something
0: i thank you guys for being good hosts <laughs> having your best <laughs> not too many boops not too much pinball stuff did i rain <laughs> boop it in today enough was that you, was that acceptable you did a very acceptable job okay though. I don't it's want like to a, overload your therapist like a, this week. so Beautiful wrapped present just for me. <laughs> Tell them I say
1: hello. I think I mentioned pinball in every segment this episode.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, but they were good pinball gags for our devoted pinball listeners. There we go. Yeah. We, we
2: got to talk about hurdy-gurdy. Come on.
1: That's true.
0: Hurdy-gurdy does sound like a classic pinball machine. Classic Gottlieb or something.
1: It is. Nice is it true. really? It is. Yeah. Oh, You've done it. I thought you've you've cracked the code.
0: I thought that was like a solid Nick joke, not a no. That's really a real ball. thing. Yep. Yeah, it's an animal. Is that the one with the bell? Ball.
1: Yeah, in the back Nick, box. It, yes, it really is. is.
2: Is it the monkey ringing the bell? It's like a hillbilly, probably.
1: <laughs> it's it's. Uh, oh it's gosh. A, it's oh, a i have with a box. Nick is stumped. No, it's the It guy. is the monkey. Yeah. It is the monkey. Yeah. The monkey, the monkey rings a bell, but uh yeah. the guy with the box and that is not a hurdy-gurdy. It's called no. uh, something else and um
2: a monkey oboxinator. Just some dude with a hey. box. I don't know what
0: that is.
1: No, no. Uh, uh there, there's a Luba. name
2: for that. Hey
0: are you making up stuff or Googling it? No, I'm, I'm making things up. <laughs> okay. I wish. All right. Let's, uh, let's uh, put a, uh, put this horse to bed. <laughs> All right. All uh, right. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to the first 20 minutes of this year. Welcome <laughs> to uh, follow us on Discord. The links will be in the show notes. Our website, playdatepodcast.com. Nick is so and furiously Googling right now. <laughs> email us hello playdatepodcast at gmail.com. We love you all. Goodbye. Good night. Boop, boop. Thanks, everybody. Drainedpinball.com. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Don. <laughs>